This is Chan Smith. I am uploading all of my old podcasts onto a new uh, podcast hosting service. All of the phone numbers and addresses will be different in these old podcasts. So just note that any email addresses, phone numbers, mailing addresses, and website URLs may be different. This is Revival is Here Ministries by Chan Smith. Thank you for tuning in today, and I pray that you have a blessed time in the Lord and get something out of God's Word today. And I pray that God blesses you in every way, in Jesus' name. You are listening to Podcast 37 titled, Get Your Mind Out of the Gutter. Let's pray. God, I ask you to bless this podcast in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, that your anointing and your power will be on this podcast in the name of Jesus. I ask you to bless the people in every way that's listening to this podcast. I ask you to touch them, set them free, God, with your anointing and your power, God. I ask you to use them, God, in a mighty way. Fill them with your power, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, to just bless them in every which way possible, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to remove the binders off of their ears, God, so they can hear, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to talk about a topic that God has been putting on my heart for the past little while. And I already said the title, let's get your mind out of the gutter. We need to get our mind out of the gutter and stop thinking that everything that everybody does is, has some bad meaning to it or they're doing something wrong. That is wrong. We are called to be there for one another. Help them. Give them a hug and tell them you love them. Take them places if they need to go places. Too many times has there been gossip and a bunch of busybody people when we see a guy just say he's driving around a, a female, they instantly think there's something wrong there. Or if you see a guy sitting beside a female at church or he give him a hug at church and say he loves them, we think there's something wrong. We need to get our, get our mind out of the gutter and stop thinking that stinking thinking. It's wrong and it doesn't belong in a Christian's mind and heart. We need to stop that because God has called us to be there for one another and to love one another. And if you're going around thinking that all the time, that there's something wrong, you need to stop. Just because you can't control yourself around the opposite sex, that doesn't mean that anybody else has that problem. We need to get our mind out of the gutter.
Stop thinking that all the time. It is wrong. We are called to love one another and be there for one another. Out in the country, people take people food. Don't regardless of what gender they are, you take your neighbor food and be there for them. If they need something, you're there for them. And there's nothing wrong or insinuated about that because out in the country, people love one another and there's nothing wrong with that at all. That's what we are called to do is to love one another and be there for one another. It said you will know them by the love they have for one another. They are your brother and sister and you need to see them as their brother and sister. And just because a guy sitting beside a female church or you see them talking together all the time or they call each other on the phone or they drive them somewhere, that doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. That's their brother and sister and you need to stop thinking that there's something wrong when there's nothing wrong. If there is something wrong, that's different. But if there's nothing wrong and you're insinuating not that all the time, that's wrong and it needs to stop right now. That's wrong. We need to get back to what God has called us to do is to be there for one another and to help one another. And take somebody to the hospital if they need to be taken to the hospital or to the doctor or places that they need to be taken to. And don't worry about what anybody else thinks because if you're not doing anything wrong, then they shouldn't be thinking that. Period. End of story. They go around and busybody and gossiping and being tail-bearing and all that. They need to get their mind out of the gutter and stop that and it's wrong, period, end of story. It's no negotiations because it says in the Bible that we don't need to be going around gossiping and tail-bearing. That's wrong. They need to stop. They need to get their mind out of the gutter. In Proverbs 26, verses 24 through 28, it says, He who hates disguises it with his lips and lays up deceit within himself when he speaks kindly do not believe him for there are seven abominations in his heart though his hatred is covered by deceit his wickedness will be revealed before the assembly whoever digs a pit will fall into it and he who rolls a stone will have it rolled back on him. A lying tongue hates those who are crushed by it. And a flattering mouth works ruin. That says pretty much everything. They go around and they disguise the hate in their heart and the lying in their heart with flattering words. They cover it up, but then they go around behind their back and lie and be a busybody. And but they have flattering mouth, but they but they really not flattering you when they go when you walk away. That's wrong. They go around lying and say you did this and you did that. You you took so and so somewhere, and they must be dating. That is wrong. Stop it now in Jesus' name. Satan, I rebuke you off of them in the name of Jesus. You Jezebel spirit coming against God's people. I command you to stop right now in the name of Jesus. Stop it now in the name of Jesus. 
Proverbs 27, 6, it says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. In Proverbs 26, 17, it says, He who passes by and meddles in a quarrel not his own is like one who takes a dog by the ears. That's pretty straightforward. Don't go around meddling in things that's not of your own. And if you see somebody being there for somebody, don't think anything there that's not there. Stop it. It's wrong. Get your mind out of the gutter. And I cannot say that enough. Just because somebody's there for somebody and somebody has an emotional bond with somebody, it, it doesn't mean there's something that's going wrong. It's probably a brother-sister relationship or a father-daughter relationship. And stop thinking that there's something wrong or there's a bad relationship when there's not. We are called to help one another and be there for one another. And if you're listening to this and somebody's coming against you and attacking you, that Jezebel spirit is attacking you, saying lies and things, trying to make you feel condemned by being there for somebody and trying to make you think that you did wrong because you shouldn't have helped that person because it was an uh, inappropriate relationship when all you was doing was helping them out and being there for them. Don't uh, think anything is wrong when there's not. You do what God has called you to do. and Don't let that Jezebel spirit make you feel condemned, make you feel like you've done something wrong. Rebuke that Jezebel spirit and you do what God has called you to do. You push that Jezebel spirit back in the name of Jesus. God has given you authority. Jesus has given you authority. He's placed that authority on you through that name of Jesus. It says... In that name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You, the devil will bow down in the name of Jesus. Don't you back down. Don't you stop doing what you're doing. Don't you let that Jezebel spirit attack you and tell you're doing, you're doing something wrong when you're doing something right. The devil sees you as a threat and that Jezebel spirit sees you as a threat, and that's why she's coming against you, that Jezebel spirit. But you don't listen to it. You don't bow down to it. You don't change what you're doing for the devil or anybody when God's in it. Don't. Don't change the way you're ministering to people when there's nothing wrong with it. If they're thinking something's wrong, then that's their fault. When they, If they're thinking there's something wrong, when there's not anything wrong, it's their fault. They need to get their mind out of the gutter. Just because they can't help the opposite sex without feeling some kind of a attraction, it, it doesn't mean that you can't help the opposite sex. Because just because they can't control themselves doesn't mean you can't control yourself. And they need to get free from that lust. Because they think everybody else is lusting just because they do. They go around busybody and they want to keep people under their thumb because uh, they can't control themselves and they can't uh, do things without thinking bad thoughts. So they want to put everybody under their thumb to make themselves feel better. Inside, they are they're dark inside. They're twisted up inside. They need to get saved and they need to get free from that. 
That's their fault, not yours. And they want to put you under their thumb because they feel bad. That's the way they make themselves feel better is making you feel bad. That's the way the devil works. That's the way the devil works. They're bound up by the devil. And they need to get free from that in the name of Jesus. And it says in the Bible, judge not lest you be judged. And they're going judging people and saying stuff when they are doing and thinking what they're judging people. And the people they're judging, they're not even doing that stuff. And that's the bad part about it. They're lying. They're full of hate. They will be judged. God will judge them. And that judgment day, they will be judged for that deceit that's in their heart. They are wolves among sheep. They appear to be a sheep. But they're wolves. They, they are there to, to devour the sheep. That's what they do. They want to, want to send strife among the church, devour the people of God so they can't do God's work. They want to stop and hinder God's work. They are a thorn in your flesh. Pull that thorn out in the name of Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. I ask you, God, to give them strength to make it through whatever they're going through. I ask you, God, to pour your spirit out on them. Fill them full of joy, unspeakable, and full of glory, God. I ask you to help them to go through these trials in the name of Jesus. I ask you to show them that even though they are going through a trial right now, that it will get better. The devil's just scared because of the blessing that you are about ready to pour out on them. And I ask you, God, to show them that they are they will make it through this, that, and you give them strength. You come down and touch them in a mighty way. I ask you, God, to be there for them and send people to their path to help build them up and to help make to help them make it through it in the name of Jesus. Send armor bearers around them to help them fight off that attack by the devil in the name of Jesus. I ask you to silence the naysayer's mouth, God, in the name of Jesus. Silence those lying lips that's coming against them, God, in the name of Jesus. Silence that Jezebel spirit that's coming against them in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you, lying lips, and you Jezebel spirit from coming against them in the name of Jesus. Satan, you must bow to that name, to the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, amen. In Proverbs 26, 20 through 22, it says, Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no talebearer, strife ceases. As coal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles. And they go down into the innermost body. And when somebody's a talebearer, it said, you know, it goes down to your innermost body. 
it goes down deep inside of you and oftentimes it stays there and it never leaves even though you know it's a lie and it's a tale it goes down and it sits deep inside of you and it eats you up inside and it stays there with you and and sometimes it hinders you for the rest of your life you might have been in the ministry and somebody said a lie about you or a tale and you got out of ministry and you never and you're thinking I'm not going to be in the ministry again or you might be in the ministry right now and somebody's saying lies about you and tales and you're thinking I'm just going to get out of the ministry I'm not going to deal with it it's sitting deep inside of you and it will stay there and God can remove that in the name of Jesus Jesus can remove that from you that hate and he can give you strength to help to go through that and to help to stay free from that. He can remove those pains. And he can give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. And it says in that verse where there's no tail-bearing strife ceases. When people stop lying and stuff, they, they stop kindling that fire, the fire goes out. So, if you're out there and you tail bearing, you're lying, stop it. Stop it now. You know it's a lie. You know there was nothing going on when you're coming against that person. So you need to stop it right now. And get up and apologize and say you were the ones that was doing wrong. You were lying. And if you're in that church and you're lying against that pastor, that pastor, and you're lying against that pastor. And you need to get up in front of that church and said you are lying. And you, re you remove yourself from that church. Because it's wrong. You, the was, you were the ones that was doing wrong. And you telling everybody that the pastor is. The pastor. In Proverbs 17.28 it says even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. Do you hear what that says? Even when a fool is quiet, holds his peace, he's considered wise. So if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything. Shut your mouth. And people will think you're wise. First Peter 4, 15 through 16. But let no but let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or a busybody in their in other people's matters. Yet, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. If you're if you're out there, you're doing God's work. You're a Christian, and somebody's coming against you like that. Don't be ashamed. You're doing God's work, so don't be ashamed. It says to study to show thyself approved unto God a workman 
that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So don't be ashamed. Don't think that you're doing something wrong when you're doing God's work. Proverbs 10.19 In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. In Matthew 15, verse 11. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the man, out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Proverbs 11, 13 through 14. A talebearer reveals secrets. But he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And that is very, very powerful. Powerful verse. And it says in the Bible, A love covers a multitude of sin. And it also says that somebody falls, restore them gently. And even if they did something wrong, you need to cover it up and be there for them and restore them gently. That is the God kind of way. way. And even, even if they did do something wrong and they're in a bad relationship, you need to be there and cover it up and be there for them to help them get out of it. And it's not a very godly thing to go around running your mouth against those people. It says a fool, when he keeps his mouth closed, he's... He seems wise. Everybody thinks he's wise. So you need to keep your mouth closed. Don't be going tail-bearing, busybody, and lying and gossiping. Cease it right now. It's ungodly, and it's time that that is removed from the church. It's time for the gossiping tail-bearing to be removed from the church. There's nothing wrong with a guy sitting beside a female in church or giving them a hug and saying you love them. That's their brother and sister in Christ. Get your mind out of the gutter now. Come on now. If you see somebody driving somebody to the doctor or a hospital, and it's the, the opposite sex, don't automatically think in your mind, well, they got some kind of a bad relationship going on. Stop it now. It's their brother and sister, and they are being there for their brother and sister, and you need to stop thinking that there's something wrong when there's nothing wrong. And you don't be ashamed if you're out there helping somebody and somebody's coming against you. Don't let them put that condemnation on you. It says there, there is no condemnation for those that love the Lord. So stop being condemned when you shouldn't be condemned. Even if you did something wrong, condemnation, Pastor Chuck, Chuck Savile said this, condemnation makes you run from the presence of God. Conviction makes you run towards the presence of God. Think about that. If somebody is coming against you and you feeling like you want to run, get away from church, that's condemnation. They are trying to condemn you, make you feel condemnation. If it was conviction in, in a godly way, that's saying something in love, that will make you run towards the church and towards the presence of God. And if you're trying to condemn somebody, 
I'm telling you right now, in the name of Jesus, stop it. In the name of Jesus. Stop it. Don't be coming against God's people. You're trying to hinder God's work and come against them because there's hate inside of you. You're, then your insides are twisted up and you're coming against God's people. You need to stop it now in the name of Jesus. Stop coming against God's people in the name of Jesus. Satan, you stop coming against God's people in the name of Jesus. You need to get your mind out of gutter. Just because somebody is doing something for the opposite sex doesn't, need, doesn't mean that there's something going on. Just because they go visit them when they need to be visited, when they're going through something, that doesn't mean anything is going wrong. Just because they're taking them to the hospital and the doctor and uh, sitting in the doctor's office with them and sitting in the hospital room with them and being there for them, that doesn't mean they're doing something wrong. It actually means that they're doing something right and doing what they're called to do, being a brother and a sister or a pastor or a dad or a mother. And it's actually a good thing when somebody's there for somebody. So, and nowadays in this society, there's this thing to where you cannot help somebody, especially if it's the opposite sex. And it's in this society, it's in their brains, it's in it's through this, the television and the radio that if you're around somebody, then there's something, then you're doing something wrong, and he's putting that in people's heads. That if you're hanging around somebody, that means you want to date them. Or if you're there for them, you drive them somewhere, that means you're dating them. Are you doing something wrong? It's just such a uh, twisted form of love that's being thrown out. That that's the reason why there's so much bad stuff is happening. There's no real love out there. And people, they don't know real love. And when every time somebody's helping somebody, when somebody says they love them, they automatically twist that love to make us think there's something going wrong when there's not. It's wrong. Stop it. Love people. Love one another. It says you would know them for the love they have for one another. A real love. Being a brother, a sister, a mom, or a dad, or a pastor. And that means being there for them regardless of what uh, gender they are you be there for them you take them food if they need it you take them to the doctor if they can't and they need to be taken or the hospital or sit in the doctor's office with them or go visit them in a hospital or whatever and that's what that means. You're, you're there for them. If something's going wrong, if somebody's there that doesn't need to be there, and if they call you saying something's wrong, and you, you go help them. And if somebody thinks there's something wrong with that's their problem. So don't be ashamed. And you are, you're there to love one another, and don't worry about what they think. Don't, don't feel condemned or ashamed. You do what God has called you to do. And if they can't do what God has called them to do, that's be on them in the judgment day. Not on you. You do what God has called you to do. To love one another. And don't worry about anybody what they think. When there's nothing to worry about. If you're doing something wrong, that's different. 
if there's some kind of a if there's a wrong sexual relationship there. And if just because you feel an emotional attachment to them, that doesn't mean there's something wrong. That means you care for them. You have the mind of Christ. Jesus cares for you. cares for everybody. Jesus has emotional attachment to everybody. And there's nothing wrong if you get emotionally attached for somebody and be there for them. That's godly. That doesn't mean there's anything going on. And don't, uh, don't apologize for it. That's, that's wrong. That's the only thing wrong if you, if you apologize for something like and you're helping somebody and you apologize for it and um, the Jezebel spirit is making you feel condemned and you apologize for it, that's the only thing you've done wrong in the whole thing is apologizing. You shouldn't apologize for doing God's work. Don't never, never apologize for something that there's nothing to be apologized for. You do God's work. You need to get saved if you're out there and coming against God's people. Period. Because you're not really saved. Jesus said, He said, uh, in the judgment day, He will say, Be removed from me, you workers of iniquity. They're going to say, But look, Jesus. In your name I cast out devils. In your name I healed the sick. But he said, I never knew you. Because you're a wolf. If you go around tail bearing and coming against people, you're not saved. You make people feel condemned. You need to get your mind out of gutter. And you need to get saved. Say this prayer with me. Dear Jesus. I ask you to come into my heart. I ask you to come in to stay. Free me from that stinking thinking. Free me from that lying Jezebel spirit, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to come into my heart. Come in to stay. Wash me in your blood. Write me in the book of life in the name of Jesus. I confess that you're my Lord and Savior in the name of Jesus. Amen. Congratulations. If you said that prayer you're free from that stuff and you're saved. Don't get involved in it anymore. Stay away from that tail bearing and lying. And I thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you got something out of it. It was a rather strong podcast. God gave me this topic and it had to come across strong. That's the way God wanted me to preach this. So I preached it the way he wanted me to preach it. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to preach God's word to you today. This is Revival is Here Ministries by Chan Smith. This is copyrighted 2012 Revival is Here Ministries. Current time is LLC. Now thank you for listening to this podcast. My web address is www.revivalishere.org. My email address is chan at revivalishere.org. Thank you again and have a blessed day and week in the Lord. And if the devil's coming against you, rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Thank you and God bless. In the opening and closing credits, the uh, song that was used is Yahweh from the album Yahweh by Billy Jones. His web address is www.billyjones.bandcamp.com. 
And I want to thank him for letting me use his song, Yahweh. And I pray that God blesses him in every way. Go to that address of www.billyjones.bandcamp.com and get his album now. Thank you and God bless.